You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by the MLB.com shop. Hey, everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Mariners reporter Greg Johns. And, Greg, a couple of weeks into game action, really, as far as spring training goes. And, obviously, all the new pieces there in Seattle, um, including the manager, Scott Service. What are your impressions through a couple of weeks of games? I know it's a little different in spring training because, for the most part, he's just making pitching changes and, and throwing new guys out there, bringing guys out. There's not a lot of other stuff involved. But what have you seen from Service so far in camp? Yeah, it's interesting. It is tough to judge a manager uh, in camp, but but one thing you can do is judge kind of the personality and the tone they're setting. I think, and and it's been very to me very interesting with the way Service has handled things. Here's a guy, first year manager. People are looking to see what kind of guy he is, how he's how he is going to lead, and and uh, his his big message that has resonated very loudly here is is, is he wants guys to be themselves. He wants uh, really to encourage uh, you know guys to to flourish in the roles that they're comfortable in, and and and. And not only on the field, but kind of off the field, getting to know guys, and, and made a big push for for some things that have been talked about around camp here. That kind of interesting, the, the, the pool table they brought in and, uh, and put in the middle, of, and they have a pool tournament going every morning uh, and after games, and, and they kind of loose stuff, kind of being players. But, but the flip side of that, which I find interesting, is is he's a very very regimented uh, manager. Uh, we've seen them already working on shifts uh, a lot in games, which is interesting. A lot of teams. Don't worry too much about that stuff. There, they're going to be doing a lot of shit, a lot of things that uh, metrically involved that, that that he's looking at scouting to provide the, the places that they want guys lining up, and they're working already in spring. Uh, you know, he's a big believer in on-base percentage and and how guys are going to work counts, and and talking a lot, a lot about situational hitting. Some long days out on the field, you know, working with guys and, and getting them thinking and, and talking amongst themselves about how they want to approach at bats and, and different things. So there's kind of a, a mix of things with Scott. He's a He's a guy who wants guys to be themselves, kind of that loose side, uh, but then very, very uh, uh, minutia uh, on the field and, and wants guys uh, thinking and playing smart. And uh, fundamentals and things will be very, very strong, as you'll hear every manager say, but uh, we see it playing out already in, in some things with, with the shifting and the, and the uh, on base. And, and their mantra, control the strike zone, control the zone, is, is uh, going to be heard over and over this season. So interesting start for service and, of course, uh, We'll see how things go when games start to play, but uh, kind of fun watching them go here with the, in the early going. Yeah, and I, I think you, you hit it on the head with it. It's the biggest thing for a first-year manager, I think, is is getting to getting those players on the same page and, and getting everything going in the clubhouse. And what does that better than a pool table, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, when, you, when it comes to looking at these games and what you see in spring training games, I think it, it's kind of all about the moments and what you see from guys. And, and obviously coming into this spring, a lot of questions about what the Mariners could expect to see from Deho Lee. Uh, Mammoth home run is what we saw on Wednesday. Um, is, he, is he feeling really comfortable as far as getting used to, to action here and, and getting used to seeing big league pitching? Yeah, Deho is, is one of the – one of the many interesting stories that the, the big man he brought over from Korea uh, played in Japan the last four years and uh, big bat, big fella, and and uh, coincidentally pretty good at the pool table too, Tim. So uh, <laughs> he, he's uh, he's an interesting fella. The the uh, one of his first at bats uh, took a took a 
mid-range fastball down the middle and put it about 450 feet and opened a lot of eyes with the with the power. Uh, uh, not facing a lot of a lot of ace pitchers yet, so we'll see how that plays out over time. But the, the bigger question with Dejo seems to be his defense, and, and he's looked pretty good at first base as well. Some pretty good instincts, pretty good hands, and, and certainly he's played a lot of baseball. So uh, he's one in the mix. Uh, he's competing with Jesus Montero over there at uh, first base, and Gabby Sanchez that they brought in kind of for, the, for a, a spot to kind of platoon with Adam Lynn. So Adam's going to get the majority of playing time. Nobody's going to be mistaken there. But uh, Dejo, if they could get a big bat off the bench that could uh, – Get platoon there and help out at DH and do some things. Uh, certainly, get a guy they're taking a good long look at this spring. And there's so much for a, for a player like that to have to get used to beyond baseball. Here is getting used to the lifestyle and and you look around at other teams and and the Baltimore Orioles have Hyun Soo Kim in camp and over his first 21 on the field and that has to just add to the stress level. So for Dejo Lita to come out and hit a mammoth shot on Wednesday, it's got to help him relax a little bit, I would think. When when you look at this camp as a whole, as far as the Mariners go, I think a lot of the news so far seems to be surrounding the pitching staff. When you think about starters, it seems like different starters are on different tracks early in spring training. Felix Hernandez hasn't made a start yet. He's, he's thrown a bullpen. But Taiwan Walker made his second spring start on Wednesday. Um, does Walker like how he feels so far in the spring? I know you can't take anything out of the numbers so much. It's more about what the player feels like, how he's going. It's interesting you mentioned numbers because last year Taiwan was was he, he would have won the Cy Young, the Cactus League Cy Young. He was unhittable last year and gave up I think it was two runs in 27 innings or some ridiculous thing, uh, and, and then came out and struggled when the season started. Uh, this year, kind of looking at it, more of the mature guy. He's, he's a he's a big old 23 years old now, Taiwan, and, and uh, a little little more. He's been through the wars for a year as a, as a full-time starter. I think looking more long picture than trying to trying to just uh, wow everybody in spring and, and uh, wasn't super sharp his first outing uh, uh, came back his next one and was was real sharp uh, in the second outing was a lot more happy a lot happier with his curveball and, and his fastball location and those are things that are going to play big for Taiwan uh, he's a guy that if he locates well he's certainly got the stuff and uh, I think he's poised to have a heck of a season this year if, if things fall into place the Mariners have run into some issues as far as the injury bug goes in spring training and Danny Holson, he's he's become a guy that you almost feel for because of all the injuries he's kind of dealt with. Um, 26 years old now, shoulder surgery in 2014. Um, he came out, he threw the bullpen on Saturday, I guess, and then had some soreness afterwards. So where does he stand right now? Is is he basically off the off the mound, off pitching here for a little bit, or when do they expect him to get back to throwing? Yeah, he's definitely backed off. Uh, he won't be throwing for a while, and they don't know the exact timeline or. It's one of those real tough stories. If you know Danny Holtzman, uh, uh, he's just a guy that has just worked his tail off and the nicest kid in the world and the hardest worker and, and just frustrating uh, for him. And I know he's he's kept his chin up through the whole thing. But, uh, you know, you get to know these guys, and it is hard. Uh, you, know, you feel for him. Uh, he, they tried to switch him to a relief role this year to kind of take some of the pressure off that shoulder and, and see how that worked. And uh, came out uh, live BP uh, on Saturday, as he mentioned, looked Looked pretty good, so he felt pretty good afterward. But the next morning came in and was sore, and that soreness just hasn't gone away. And that's a big concern. Obviously, they need him to be able to bounce back to be a reliever. You need to be able to get that shoulder okay through the the course of the season. And and the fact he's already having some problems with it is certainly a a huge red flag. Uh, Danny, as typical Danny, is saying, hey, I just need to back off for a little while, and and we'll see how things progress. Uh, uh, I think there's a little more concern uh, from the 
powers that be here that uh, this is not a good sign for Danny starting out the season. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. He won't be throwing for a while here, certainly. Yeah, and the, the shoulders are, are just the toughest because we, we have these, you know, you see all the elbow injuries and the Tommy John surgeries, but then guys come back from those. It seems like when when it's a shoulder, it's such a bigger question mark, and, and it's so tough to see a former first-round pick, and he's just never been able to quite get it together and stay healthy. And a couple other injuries, Evan Scribner, Ryan Cook also shut down. As these pile up, how much of a concern is there as the Mariners move towards opening day and they look out at that bullpen and there's less and less arms out there? Yeah, what it's done is thin what they thought was a, a real uh, deep position. They brought in a lot of guys, and, and and a lot of them admittedly were kind of bounce-back kind of candidates, and they were hoping to get good years out of uh, they, they thin that a little with uh, Scribner and Cook, both having lat uh, strains here right off the bat and probably not going to be ready to start the season. Uh, Cook a little a little worse Scribner, some chance that he might be back. But uh, that's it's what it does is, is put uh, put the onus on some other guys. Uh, Joel Peralta, a veteran, a 39-year-old, they brought in on a – on a minor league deal, that uh, he's looked very good, and, and uh, he's kind of stepping into that that for uh, Tony Zick having an excellent camp. Uh, I think you're going to see some some things out of. I mean, it, it's opening some spots for you know Justin Defreitas, another veteran, uh, kind of on a bounce back situation. Certainly going to be in the mix. Uh, you know, so those there's, there's jobs to be won and guys here to, to win them. They they need to pitch well, and, and so far they have. And uh, it'll be interesting how those numbers play out. I mean, they're, they're looking at uh, you know, they were looking at probably four four or five guys fighting for the last two spots and, and maybe it's a little thinner now. And, and then you start going down to some younger guys, you know, the uh, Jonathan Arrow uh, kid they brought in, traded from the Red Sox, Michael Guaype is back for another year. I mean, they have arms. It's not like they only got these guys. So it's, it's basically opening the door for some of these young kids or, or maybe a, a veteran like Joel Peralta to come in and grab a job. You mentioned the bounce-back candidates, and Justin DeFreitas has to be one of those guys too, right? I mean, he was really solid with the Phillies in the bullpen between 2011 and 2014. Last year, it just kind of went bad on him, 5-5-1 ERA for him. He threw a career-high 80 innings, though. You wonder if that was a factor. Uh, the Mariners take a chance on him in the offseason. How does he feel at this point in the spring? It's interesting you mentioned that. The, you know, the, the, the kind of the talk was when they signed him, say hey, this guy kind of got overused last year. He's in a tough spot with the Phillies and they, they just needed him to eat innings and, and he kind of wore it for them and uh, they, they thought uh, that, you know, that was a big reason for his struggles and, and I talked to DeFreitas about it and he said hey, um, I'm out there on the mound, i got to make pitches, I'm not using that as an excuse uh, I, I didn't feel good, I, I didn't feel my mechanics were good, he said by June he felt, boy I'm just, my, <laughs> my mechanics are just so messed up but it's tough to change in mid-season and he said I just couldn't wait to get through the season just kind of grounded out, he wanted to get a Get a, a you know, kind of reboot, and he feels he did that over the off season. He feels he's in a new team, new situation. Very, very happy with uh, where he's at, and seems to fit in very well. So he's one of those guys. He, yeah, I mean, you see what he did two or three years ago, and and uh, you feel like that could be a huge part of the pen if he comes back in that fashion. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Mariners edition. Greg Johns, good luck around the pool table. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.